What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the PGA Championship 2022 DraftKings preview show with the Tour Junkies. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry. I'm sipping on a little tequila and some ranch water with an orange here. Mm. Oh, a little, little tequila. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a, I got a, uh, a nice, refreshing beer uh, brewed uh, with an orange peel. Praise God. Um, we're presented to you by our friends at Fantasy National. FantasyNational.com. That's where all the stats are going to come from tonight. All the models, all the ownership projections, all the, you know, all, everything you ever could dream of wanting for PJ Tour, DFS, or betting research can be gained on Fantasy National, including proprietary stats, like opportunities gained, which are awesome. Good drives gained, which those are awesome stats. You can get all that on Fantasy National. And you can save 20% by going to fantasynational.com slash TJ when you sign up for either a weekly, a monthly, or an annual membership. You get that 20% off. If you sign up for one of those and you decide you want to upgrade to a longer-term monthly or annual membership, then you still get to save the 20% off since you use the promo code TJ and you tell them about, you know, you tell them the Tour Junkies sent you. We've been using Fantasy National now for almost five years doing the show and, and betting and playing DFS. It's the best place you can go. Trust us, okay? All the nut hutters trust Fantasy National. We trust Fantasy National. You trust Fantasy National. So check it out. It's important for a week like this, for a major championship week. Um, we'll get it going. Pat, I'm excited to talk about DraftKings tonight. Um, it's a stacked field. You've got about 156 players. Top 70 in ties make the cut this week. So we're back to like, remember, you know, Pat, back in the old days when we used to do the show? And it was top 70 in ties every week on the PJ Tour. Yeah, I remember that. Um, um, yeah. Not, so we're back to that. But you got about 20-something, 21, 22 PGA professionals, you know, professional sweater folders. You got a handful of past champs that are never not going to accomplish anything. And you've got a, a nice, you know, European or DP World Tour regular contingent over as well. Some of those guys will be relevant. Um, I've got a couple I might mention tonight. And some of them won't. So, you know, all in all, it's probably, you know, it's going to be a higher, I would think, or maybe you know six of six percentage pat would you say although the weather's looking i mean we're doing this on sunday night this week instead of monday night and it you know tulsa oklahoma in may southern hills not a lot of trees out there there's some trees but it ain't it ain't gil hans took out a lot of trees with that renovation there's not a lot to stop the wind and the blustery conditions here in oklahoma and there looks to be some very windy days this week um so i'm excited about the week man i, I know you are yeah, I think that uh, I, I like when we get, uh, you know, a little wind and some weather and a major, you know, maybe create a little carnage. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's probably going to be frustrating for your DFS lineups if, if you got a high-owned guy that, uh, you know, bombs and doesn't make the cut. But still, whatever. It's a major. Um, so I'm excited. I'm really excited to see Southern Hills. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot about the... the what they've done with this course since the last time we saw it in the major championship, which was a 2007 PGA championship that Tiger Woods won. So there's a lot of differences between then and now. Um, so I'm excited about this course and um, I think we're going to get, um, we're, we're going to get a great winner this week and um, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. By the way, if you're excited about Southern Hills and you want to rep a t-shirt, we've got one uh, up in the tour junkie shop right now. I've got it up on the screen here on YouTube. This is the back. We've got it in a bunch of different colors. I'm just showing you a couple different options here. And then you got a little Golby on the front uh, pocket there on the front of the shirt. So check that out. 
on the uh, on the tourjunkies.com shop. And um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, Pat. I did the course breakdown show. If you've not watched that, that's on our YouTube channel. Things to know about Southern Hills. It's also on the podcast feed. I dropped that on Wednesday of this week. Um, and just went through 18 or so minutes talking about how this golf course is going to play. Did a bunch of research on the Gilhans redesign and how that's going to play a factor. We, we kind of talked about that a little bit in the betting preview. We'll hit on it a little bit as we talk about players that we like. But uh, everything you need to know about how this place is set up to play is right there. The, the PJ Tour did just release the scorecard, which came out after I did my research and my show. So, you know, tipped out, this place is going to be a par 70, 7,556 yards. That's tipped out. Mm. Probably won't play to that distance, given especially the wind conditions and, and what's being projected at the moment. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a test for sure. And, and I, think, uh, I, I think Southern Hills is going to be a great major venue that we're all going to really enjoy watching. I am definitely excited about it. Let's get to the top of the board, Pat. Let's talk about the 9K range and above. Starting with Scotty Scheffler, who's on record loving this golf course, right? He, he, he loves Southern Hills. He's played on it before. Um, big fan. You got John Rahm at 11-2. Justin Thomas at 10-7. Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy round out your 10K and above plays. Oklahoma State product, Victor Hovland, Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth, who just finished runner-up to KH Lee at the Byron Nelson. Uh, is at 9,600. DJ Xander, who went shot 11-under today on Sunday at the Byron. Hideki, who had a good week at the Byron at 9,200. Cantlay at 91. And Kepka, who withdrew from the Byron Nelson, sitting there at 9,000 even. Pat, uh, what do we think? What do we think we're going to do in this range? Where, you know, where are your early leans? Because it is Sunday, and it's tough to really say who we really, really like at this point in time without ownership shaping out because it is an ownership game. We, we pretty much strictly play in GPP, you know, tournament contests on DraftKings. But we are going to give you a cash play in each range. So, like, give me a th- your thoughts on a cash play, maybe where you think ownership's going to land, and a few of the names that you think, uh, you know, you're, you're going to, you're really going to do your best to have in your lineups unless, like, they just happen to be super chalky and you want to fade it. Well, I will start uh, near the top because I've actually got a guy that's uh, at the bottom of the 10K range, and that's Rory McIlroy <laughs> at 10K. <laughs> I like him a lot this week. Look, he's been playing fantastic. I know that, um, you know, you know we, he had that sort of backdoor second-place finish at the Masters. But, you know, fifth place at the Wells that Fargo. That was the definition of backdoor. Like, if you – of all I mean, the backdoors that Rory McIlroy has walked through in his career, has there ever been a more backdoor – you know, no, I mean, that was, but it was an impressive round. I mean, nonetheless, it doesn't really matter when it was. I mean, yeah, I yeah. know the pressure was probably off of them a little bit. And we talked about this, I think, with some folks on Twitter after this happened. And, um, you know, they, they talk about, well, he had no pressure on whatever else. I don't care. Um, I, I still like where his game seems to be and where it seems to be going. Um, you know, follows that up with a fifth, fifth place finish at the Wells Fargo. Um, you know, you look at the stats for Rory. I mean, you know, I looked at several stats this week. Um, always looking at, you know, strokes gained approach, things like that. But I also looked at long iron play. So I, I looked at proximity, 200 plus. I looked at proximity, 175 to 200 yards. Um, if you look at proximity, 200 plus, though, Rory is top 20 in the field. He's top 10 in strokes gained off the tee. He's top 10 in bogey avoidance. 
He's also top 15 in strokes getting around the green, which is huge this week. You've got to scramble well on this course. There's a lot of runoffs on these greens. They're not very big. Um, they're slopey, just like you see at Augusta National. You know, And he also tends to putt well on bent grass greens. He's 33rd in the field there. So I like Rory a lot, and I think we're probably going to still get him a little bit lower on. Um, you know, I think you're going to see some JT ownership. You're going to see beneath him Jordan Spieth. I think he's going to get a lot of ownership, um, and probably even Scotty Scheffler up top, even though he's as pricey as as he is. Um, so I like Roy just where he is in this uh, in this um, this price range. Then the next two are at the bottom. I like Patrick Cantlay at 9100. I think he's you know we've seen him play well recently. You know, almost won at the Heritage, lost to Jordan Spieth there. Um, he did win in the team event with Xander Schauffele. He's another guy that's checking a lot of boxes. Top 10 in strokes gained putting on bent grass greens. Top 25 strokes gained off the tee. He's a good scrambler. He's top 30 in the field there. So I think Cantlay makes a lot of sense at 9,100. And then I'll jump up just a little bit to Hideki Matsuyama at 9,200. He's another guy. Checking a lot of boxes, played good recently, um, you know, at the, in, in Texas here at the Byron Nelson. Um, played well at the Masters, kind of jumped in there and sort of snuck in there with a top 15 finish after he had withdrawn the the event before that, the Valero Texas Open. Then he follows that up with a, uh, a T14. So Hideki Matsuyama at 9,200, I like as well. So those are my three favorites. My cash play, though, is Jordan Speed. Absolutely love Jordan Speed this week. I, I swear I thought he was going to win at, at Byron Nelson. I, I can't believe KH Lee jumped in there. He had a fantastic final round. He deserves the win. But I thought it was Jordan's week to go back-to-back, basically, because he'd won at the Heritage as well. But I think Jordan Spieth in cash at 9,600 is pretty much an absolute lock. Hmm. Uh, I agree with Alex in the chat on YouTube. Uh, Pat, do we need to queue up I Touch Myself yet again after the Rory pick? Because you're, you're, Are you touching yourself? tonight with Rory yes I am touching myself for Rory beautiful um all right so interesting there uh let me ask you this question Pat of all the players in the 9k and above range is there any player in this range that if they if I told you on Wednesday night hey man this dude's gonna be six percent of and you're still gonna go not doing it not playing him don't care no thank you no no is there any player in this range that you would say that about? Um, to be honest, the only one in this range that I think I would say that about would be Brooks Kepka. Same. I, I, queued, I queued that up because like, that's kind of the question I ask myself when I'm looking at this. And I think you know, that's an interesting question. Maybe you know, put that in the chat if you're watching on YouTube. Who is the player that uh, you know, if they were owned at such a low level and you were playing tournaments on DraftKings or in FanDuel or whatever, you still aren't touching them. Is there a player, yes or no? And if there is, who is it? Uh, put that in the YouTube comment. That'd be cool. Hit the thumbs up, by the way, if you're watching it. Like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and share it as well. That, that helps us out, helps the channel, helps us grow. It's a busy week. The major championships are big weeks for us. Um, so, yeah, I think for me it's the same. It's Brooks. It's just... You know, he withdrew from the Byron, citing an injury, an undisclosed injury. God knows. Who knows? I don't know. Um, People are, you know, obviously everyone's thinking, oh, it's a major week. Brooks is going to show up. Um, Whatever. I just don't. I I don't. He's also not playing good. You know, like 
and he's and he's he's popped a little bit, but I don't even think it's really that like hot of a take to say it. Like I I, I would have probably he was my fade, but I'd probably like to give you a, a more risky fade. But there's not a whole lot of guys up here that I really want to like. I, I feel comfortable. Like the chalk bomb's gonna be tough for you. Chalk bomb's <laughs> gonna be tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. I mean, I feel sorry for you with that. Well, talking about a couple names, like, you know, so one of the things that we obviously both think are, is going to matter a lot is scrambling, right? Like, you're going to miss greens here. You know, everybody that uh, has talked about the, since the renovation of Southern Hills, like, it's inevitable you are going to miss a green. Even the best iron players in the world are going to miss the green. And two of the best iron players in the world are Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland. And they also happen to be two of the worst around the green on the PGA Tour. So, like, are those two, are, are those names that if you, you know, if, if you find yourself not really leaning towards them, you know, on a Wednesday afternoon, but then when it comes time to start building lineups, you see that one of those guys is, you know, own sub 10%. Can you, is, are, are you hopping on one of them? I, I think the answer is probably yes. And, and, yeah, and I can find warts on those guys. What yeah. about DJ? I think DJ might be the next one for me. That, that after Brooks, I, like, I played a lot of him at the Byron, and he just really, I mean, he just, it's like, he's not. He didn't have, like, eight or nine birdies on Saturday, but he's he, just had not a lot putting, of, he had a lot of others in the, in, on the, in the tournament as well. So. Yeah, he's not putting it all together. Um, he, he, was, he did gain strokes on approach, one shot, one, one shot approach. He finished 59th. I, I don't know if DJ's all there right now. So he, he might be the, the only other one. It'll be interesting to see what people do with Xander. I mean, I know I mentioned a lot of names here, but I think there's there's obviously. But I mean, some what do you like? Here. If we go back to your original question, of yeah, you know, did you say sub six percent, or you just said 6%? I just said like for example six percent, but like let's just say I sub ten. If you saw a six percent DJ, I would still probably go on that, but I don't know if I would for Brooks. I don't think I'd feel comfortable enough. Yeah, I would really have to think long and hard about the DJ one. Because I mean, he's he's a lot like Brooks in terms of what he's doing, not what he's not doing great in. Like he's just not fully there right now. It seems like. Um, all right, for me, the cash play is Hideki. Uh, I mean, I like the Jordan Speed cash play for sure. I I just think you can save you can save four hundred more dollars, stay balanced if you're playing in cash, uh, and roll with Hideki as your first name out. Um, I think he shot ten under today or something stupid at the Byron Nelson, finished third. The guy's still on fire. Underrated scrambler of the golf ball. Um, obviously a premier ball striker. I think Hideki is great at that $9,200 range. I don't know what to do at the top. I think I want one of these three guys at the top. Scheffler, Rom, or JT. I think JT could end up being the chalk move or the chalk play based on um, – you know, a little bit of savings, a, a good performance uh, at, at the Byron Nelson, finishing fifth. Um, you know, people are, are soured on John Rahm a little bit. We talked about him on the betting show a little bit. And then, and then you got Scheffler as the top guy, and some people just aren't going to play that. But, I mean, I, I'm willing to play Scotty Scheffler at 11-4. He obviously, he's on record loving this golf course, has experience at Southern Hills. And I'm, I'm not sweating, you know, the uh, – what the, the T15, which was still a great performance in an event that you had to shoot 26 under to win. He shot 19 under. Like, that's great for the Byron Nelson, for Scotty. Um, do you feel like John Rahm could be the overlooked guy in this top range a little bit? I think, I think you're right. Like, maybe, Rory, I don't know if Rory's going to go under the radar, though. 
Because you know, maybe not, but I, I don't think Rom is either. Um, Rory was twenty two percent owned at the Wells on average and finished fifth. I don't know that he's going to go under the radar. Yeah, maybe not. But Rom is another one that I would possibly think about fading. Actually, I mean, you know, you mentioned on your course breakdown about you know kind of being, you know, level headed this week, and this is going to be a frustrating week. I think. Um, for a lot of these guys, because it's going to be tough conditions. It's a tough course. Um, Rom is also 124th in the field in scram over his last 24 rounds. Yeah, so he's, he's not, not exactly well. checking the box there either. He's worse than Colin Morikawa if you're looking at the same sample size. Yeah. Um, but he's going to check almost every other box for you. And I know he played well and won the Mexico Open, but that was a corn fairy event, basically. Glorified yeah. corn fairy event. Um, so, Rom is one that I think I would probably look at, at possibly fading as well, unless we did see, you know, kind of some ownership leverage with him. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to pass up ownership leverage on John Rom. No, I would absolutely not do that. I agree. I agree there. Um, I don't think you're going to get any ownership leverage with, with JT. I think he's going to be right where he probably should be owned. Like, I just think he's going to be like, like if, if you were to say the JT's 18%. That's probably about right, somewhere in that 18 to 20% range. And I wouldn't avoid it. I wouldn't, you know, I don't think you're going to get any leverage there with him. I just don't. Do we think Spieth's going to be the most popular player in the field? I think he probably is. I think he probably is. I, of I, all of these players right now, which is weird to say after, the, like, because you would have said this after the Masters. Right. But he's the one that ha- seems to have the least amount of question mark. Right? Well, well, other than Scheffler. Sorry, I'll take away Scheffler. Like, Scheffler doesn't have many question marks yeah. either. But Yeah, I mean, and it feels like a really good price. Yeah. It feels like a really good price at 9600 Um, I think, so, if, the, if there's chalk that I'm, I would eat, it, it would be Jordan's beef. So like, if he's, like, 25%, which would be probably high in a range this in a field this stacked, but I mean it could it, it can definitely happen. Like if he's twenty five percent, I I will just go over on and be like forty to fifty. Um, I like him a lot here. I love the added distance that he's he's made. We talked about that on the betting show, the iron play, um, the scrambling ability, the grinding ability that he has that he's shown over his career. That he's he's um, I mean obviously the Byron Nelson is not an event anywhere close to the same as as this, but um, he's just he's playing so well right now. I, I love Jordan this week. I think it's a great play. If you want to fade him in DFS, you should bet him though, like ASAP. I think we talked about that. Twenty-five to one on win bet uh, is the longest mm-hmm. number you can get on him as of now on a Sunday night. Okay, I also like Cam Smith. I I, I want to talk about Cam Smith a yeah. little bit. I see him as very similar to Jordan, a little bit a little bit squirrely off the tee at times, uh, but the iron play is is solid. The around the green play is you know tops on tour tops in the world in terms of long term around the green he, he avoids bogeys avoids big numbers great putter grinder type player i really like cam smith too i'm wondering what his ownership I, I can't get a read on his ownership i thought that his ownership would be a little high um coming in but you know we'll, we'll a lot of lineups may start cam smith jordan beef which i think you can definitely yeah. do but that may be a couple i think cam smith could be some a chalky move too um, I would love it if he wasn't chalk because me too. Folks were li- looking at like the heritage or something. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I will love that. I will play Cam Smith 
I think I'll play Cam Smith a good bit. Um, all right, that's it for that's it for the nine K range. Um, I do want to give. I do want to. You know, it's a major week. Let's give something away, Pat. I want to give something away. It, we do. This is a great week for new people to find us. A new way that people find us is five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out. It's free for you to do. It takes you just a, like under a minute. You can leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Write something real quick about what you like about the show. Uh, leave us a note there and drop in a five star review. If you'll do that and leave your Twitter handle, your Instagram screen name, or your email, uh, we're going to draw one at random, and we're going to send you either a rant, uh, a brand new PJ Tour or PJ Tour. What am I talking about? Southern Hills PJ Championship T-shirt from the shop, or a driver or putter head cover from the Tour Junkie shop. We just got some new driver head covers in as well, as you can check those out on the shop. We'll pick a lucky winner to uh, to, to ship that to you. All you got to do is leave a review. It's easy. It helps us get discovered on a week like this where there's more eyeballs on us, more attention on the show, golf's kind of center stage. It helps us out a lot. So, And even if you've left one in the past, you can actually leave another one, and Apple refreshes it. So five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave your Twitter, Instagram, or email in there so we can get to you, and, uh, and, and uh, we'd, love to, we'd love to have a big week for the PGA Championship. Yeah. yeah. You know what, TV? Yeah. yeah. Just as a, a little matter of business here. Oh, okay. If you happen to win one of these things and we tell you that you've won, mm-hmm. um, email us at info at tourjunkies.com and email us multiple times if you don't get anything and just say, Pat, sh-, like in the subject line, Pat, shit my shit. <laughs> okay. Just do that because I we yeah. we forget these things, you know. We yeah. do we do these contests that you throw out there, and I don't I don't pay attention to it all the time. Shocker! So, like I'm just just saying, you know, let us know, okay? Yeah. <laughs> just let us know. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're surprised by that, you know, give the video a like, okay? If you're surprised by that, give the video a like. <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, we've got our friends at Front Nine Coffee, Pat. We've been talking about our new coffee friends. Started based right here in Augusta, Georgia. Um, we've met the owners. They're working on their own, on our own special Tour Junkies blend of coffee. It's small batch artisan coffee. You're going to order it today, and it's not even roasted yet. That's how fresh this is. It's not sitting in a bag, getting all weird and gassed up on a, in a grocery store shelf. That stuff's nasty. Don't do that anymore. Don't do that to your body, okay? You order it now, it's going to get roasted fresh tomorrow, and they can, they can do whatever kind of grain you want. You know what I mean? If you want coarse or fine, or you want a whole bean like Pat, because you have a spaceship coffee maker. I like the whole bean. They can beans. do that. It's shipped, uh, shipped to your door anywhere in the U.S. and Canada within just a couple days. It's, uh, you know, it's, they're coffee lovers. They're golf lovers. They're beautiful. They're beautiful people. Great, great, uh, great coffee. They've got the, the pick-it-up pecan flavor, the Lauderdale Light Roast, Captain's Choice Kahlua Caramel, and the Fried Egg Breakfast Blend, just to name a few. Those are some that I really like that uh, we've had a good time you know, checking them out. So go to front9coffee.com. That's front9coffee.com, and use promo code TJ10 to get yourself 10% off anything that you order. You can use that uh, ongoing as well on Front Nine Coffee. We've had a bunch of people in the Nut Hut. Yeah, there's Joe Kepps in the chat. Like he's he's in the Nut Hut all the time. He says, "Yo, the coffee is good, really good." All right, there, and that's Kepps, man. He's a he's a chef. Like he knows what's good. Like Kepps has professional taste buds. He knows if something's good or bad. So if he gets the Kepps stamp of approval, it 
that's that's as good as gold. That's all you need. That's a Michelin rated coffee right there. So front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10, check it out. All right, 8K range, Pat. Let's talk about the 8K range here on DraftKings. Um, it does not look like it does not look like this. No. Producer Sam just spin not, the wheel. Doesn't look like that either. <laughs> nope. Still, still, nope. Still We're not. We're not quite there. And here We're we not. are. We need. There's. Wait, did, what would? What did you just chat? Listen, I swear it was there on Canva. It's <laughs> there. I don't. I cannot explain why it is not on the show, but it was there in Canva. Somebody, it's, take a screenshot of you sending me the message that said "professional show." <laughs> can, can, of the thousands of listeners we have, of the thousands, you know. We need some. We we need we need somebody to help producer Sam out. You know, so producer Sam, we we overwork him really. He's really a he's really a sweatshop person for Tour Junkies Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, well, he needs some help. Y'all let us know if we can if y'all can help him out. Yeah, if you do graphic stuff, streaming stuff, whatever, give us a shout. L- yeah. Luckily, there's only like eight guys here, so it would it would, you know. Yeah, there's only eight, eight guys in the was... AK range. Yeah, we'll pay you in uh, Tour Junkies t-shirts and no, I'm just kidding. No, hit us up for real though. Um, but producer Sam, God bless him. He worked so hard. He can't. He can't get it all right. But I, I know how to get. I know how to read the AK from Fantasy National. I think I can read it too. We got uh-huh. Willie Z starting it off. Uh, Sam Burns, Shane Lowry, Berger, Neiman, Sung Jay is out unfortunately with a COVID positive test. Can't get in the country. That sucks. Bryson is probably not going to play. I'd be shocked if Bryson plays. Even if he does play, I don't care. Tigers in. Right now, 8,200. Terrell Hatton and Max Home at 81, and Connors and Louie at 8K. Uh, this is an interesting range here, Pat, especially the top part of this range. I really like this. Although, I'm curious, do we feel like, like, okay, do we think anyone in here is going to make it to, like, let's say 17, 18, 19 plus percent? Or do we think the highest, like the ceiling in this range is going to be in that 15 to 16? Because I think people are going to want to load up on this, you know, on the 9K range, 10K range, and then they're going to immediately jump to the sevens. And, and this 8K range may be overlooked a little bit. Willie Z is going to be interesting because he misses the cut at the Byron. And absolutely, I like, I went and ate all the Willie Z chalk last week. I will confess. I was way overweight. I was like 80% Willie Z. Obviously, I did not have a great week on DraftKings. Thankfully, prize picks helped me out. Um, but, you know, Willie Z disappointed a lot of people in his hometown event, at the event that everybody thought this was the one. He was going to get it done. But here he is at a major, coming off a miscut, owned a ton last week. And his major championship record is very good. And I got It's really good. And, like, I feel, I guess, I guess at an event where you have to, you have to, win at 26 under that means you have to make putts and maybe that's the problem for willie's d he doesn't make enough putts sure he hits it to seven feet a lot but he doesn't make the putts but like here you don't have to make as many putts i mean yeah you're gonna have to get up and down and like make some par putts and saves and stuff like that but like if you're hitting it to 20 feet and two putting you're probably fine like he doesn't have to make a lot of putts here par is your friend he's obviously shown that you know he can do that in a, in a major championship. What are you going to do with him? What do you what do you where do you think the ownership's going to land with him? Because I'm not sure yet. I, I feel like it's sh- it it's still going to be there because he's Willie Z and it's a major championship. But 
I think the range that he's fallen in and the Byron Nelson week may have turned off a handful of people. I actually feel like it's probably going to land right around where it was for the Masters, which was around, I think, around 14 15%, maybe maybe a little less than that, I think is um, where Willie Z is going to be. And I like Willie Z this week. I mean, you know, I, I think that we could be down on him for him screwing a lot of lineups at the Byron Nelson, but it's just a different thing. Like, I, I'm not, you know, now – for for good form, I certainly like to see that the guys played well you know, this past week. But I don't know if I'm going to knock Willie Z that much because I agree he plays great in majors, and you know he also doesn't make a ton of bogeys. He's 11th in the field in bogey avoidance, which it is key this week a little bit. You can't you can't yeah. make a lot of big numbers. Yeah. Um. You know he's number one in proximity in 200 200 plus. Uh, he's 10th off the tee. He's number one in strokes gained approach. So, you know, Willie Z still has a, a lot of things going with his game. I, I know it's the putter with him, and I know we can we can harp on that. But I, I like him this week. I have him written down as as one of my plays. I, I think that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back on him. I was with. Him. I mean, I got burned by him, by him a lot last week. But I, I think this can be you know. We've mentioned that Southern Hills does have some, you know, comparisons to Augusta. He obviously has played well in Augusta in two years that he's played there, just two years. You know, you know, it was almost, you know, in his first year ever playing Augusta National, um, you know, had a top 10, top five, I think. Um, this will obviously be his first time competing in a major at Southern Hills. I think he can do the same thing. So I like Willie Z a lot. Yeah, he finished eighth here last year, or not here, but at the PGA Championship. Finished sixth at the 2020 U.S. Open. Um, finished fourth uh, at the at the U.S. Open. I mean, he's got two top six finishes at the U.S. Open, and then a sixth and a second at the Masters, and then an eighth at the PGA. Like his major record is insane. Um, so it, it's interesting. It, it's interesting with Willie Z. I, I'm I'm gonna have to wait and see on on how that ownership shakes out. Uh, but I mean, he's for sure a player that if he's lower owned than I than I thought, I, I'll be clicking that one. Shane Lowry to me at eighty seven hundred checks the most boxes of anybody in this range. Uh, Long term, a tremendous around the green player. I think if you look over the last twenty four rounds, it's not very good. But I think that's because if you look over the last twenty four rounds, his approach play has been so incredible. He hasn't had. He hasn't. He's really small sample size over the last 24 rounds in terms of opportunities to get up and down. But long-term, he definitely has always been a good scrambler. So I think Shane Lowry at 8,700 is your cash lock. Uh, you can play him in tournaments. I do think he'll be, he'll be a little popular, uh, but he is a cash lock. And then, you know, for me, it's Berger and Neiman. Both of these guys I'm very interested in. Uh, Berger, we'll have to wait and see, like, if we hear from him on whatever injury situation he's facing, but you know, I was, I was on site at TPC Craig ranch last week in the media center and asked Jordan Spieth this question. You know, I said, obviously you, Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, those are names that are like known for being really good around the greens and Southern Hills is going to require that. Who's a player that you see as underrated in that category. And he named one player and it was Daniel Berger. And he talked about how good Berger is around the greens. Obviously his, his approach numbers are fantastic. Um, I did find out last week he's changed caddies. I think it's a good thing after talking to a couple people about it. 
So Berger's going to be interesting. We'll see if people are scared off of him a little bit at 8,600 and the injury stuff for the question marks around his play, but I like it. And I really like Neiman. I wish he would have played better at the, at the Byron today, uh, and especially since I had him as an outright bet and he had a chance to win and he ended up shooting plus two and falling all the way back to 25th. But for the event, uh, he, still, he still hit it well. Joaquin Neiman hits it so low. He can hit that little boring drive that he hits. 10 feet off the ground, great iron player, underrated around the greens. I think Neiman is very interesting here. I hope he kind of gets, I don't know, he, maybe he won't, maybe I'm foolish, but I, I kind of feel like Neiman will get a little overlooked. Um, just with Willie Z and like Sam Burns up there, and I do think Lowry's going to be popular. He's just been playing too well. I wonder if people will jump on Joaquin Neiman, but I, I think Neiman is, I think Neiman's ready to win his first major, you know, I mean, Two-time winner on the PJ Tour, including winning the Genesis, which is a big event. So I, I think he's ready to compete uh, at, a, at a major championship level. So that's that's probably it for me in the 8K range. The fade for me is Hatton here. It's you know it's easy for me to fade Terrell Hatton. The irons are not great. Off the tee play is not great. I mean, if if you're that bad off the tee and with irons, like hitting the ball in 35 mile an hour winds, and it's not going to be great for you. So. As of lately, it's not been good. So I'm out on Terrell Hatton at 8,100. Yeah, I agree. My my fade was Hatton. Um, I also was with you on Lowry. I think he's a great play. I like him in cash and Berger as well. So uh, a lot of agreement here in this uh, short 8K range. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, we are going to do something new tonight. I'm going to tease this, Pat. This is a this is a tease. At the end of the show, we are going to have a listener-submitted uh, DraftKings Millionaire Maker lineup. And we're going to look at that lineup. We're going to review it. We're going to play a quick video of this person talking through their pick. And then uh, we're going to kind of you know pick it apart, talk about what we think about it, maybe roast it, maybe love it. Maybe we love it. And we're going to put it up against our two Minutemen lineup. And if the listener wins, then they're going to win, they're going to win some goodies. So that'll be fun. That'll be at the end of the show. Let's move to the 7K range, Pat. I wonder if we have a 7K range graphic here. Oh, look, we do. Yes. Look at that. That's beautiful. Well man. done, Sam. Good job, so Sam. Samson. Samsonite. Matt Fitzpatrick, Tony Finau at 79 hunch. Two guys who suck. Webb Simpson and Abraham Answer right after that. <laughs> um, Cam Young, Keegan Bradley's in here. Gooch is loose down here somewhere. Matt Wolf, who really screwed me in the yeah, last week at the TPC or Byron Nelson thing. Uh, you got Justin Rose is showing up again at 7,200. Siwoo, talked to him last week, Pat. He, he's loving us more and more. I, I meant to tell you that. Listen, I had a conversation with Siwoo after his pro-am on Wednesday. The guy is warming up to us. He really is. Uh, he's warming up to us. Siwoo, Matt McNeely's in here. Uh, you got Ricky Fowler got to play. Look at there, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I was wondering yeah. how Ricky Fowler got to play. Alex Noren's been hot. HV3's here. So that's the 7K range. Yeah, by the way, so Siwoo Kim. Um, I think, I mean, Siwoo is really. He really likes you. I can tell he's warming up. You know, he's been, he's engaged with us a little bit on Instagram DMs where he's used to just like not do that. Now he is. But the other, the other day, like, he was smiling more, and he, like, asked me a couple of questions, you know, like, so he, which I felt like was good. I, I'm shooting for, like, best man at his wedding, because he's dating a girl, seriously. 
Um, I think that's a little high. That's kind of what I'm betting on. I think you're shooting a little high there. I don't know, man. I mean, does he have any Maybe other? Maybe just shoot for him coming on the podcast. and we just Oh, he, that's happening. That. Does he have any other friends who's made his name, image, and likeness on a t-shirt that people love? No. No. So I have that going for me. Um, anyway, I can tell he's warming up to me. All right, who you got in the 7K range, Pat? Dish it. Look at that. Well, at that it's obviously shirt. a huge range, and I and I like this range. And this is, as always, for a major championship, or really most weeks, you really got to nail a few picks in here. Um, a guy that I, I didn't really like as an outright play on the vetting show, but I love in DFS is Matthew Fitzpatrick at 7,900. Um, I think this is a great course fit for him. Um, he's another guy that could be a grinder that can play you know, plays well on tough golf courses. Um, he's checking a lot of boxes. He's number one, by the way, in bogey avoidance. So he doesn't make a lot of huge mistakes, um, which is why he plays well on, on uh, tough golf courses. He's um, 20th in the field in ball striking. He's 26th off the tee, puts well on bent grass greens, um, good on approach right now in ball striking. So I think Matthew Fitzpatrick makes a lot of sense this week. I don't know if he wins. But I don't care. I just want to, you know, maybe a top five finish, whatever. I think Matthew Fitzpatrick um, can do that. I like him at 7,900. Who else you got? Right below him. I like Tony Finau. I, I like Tony Finau on DFS. Um, again, another guy that I don't know if he, he's like the same profile uh, as Fitzy. Um, maybe not can win, but still playing well recently, made a lot of cuts. Um, typically does play well in major championships. He's checking a lot of boxes this week. Um, so I do like Tony Finau at 7,900. Then if I drop below those two guys and I go down to a guy like a Cameron Young at 7,600. Now, I think Cam Young is going to be pretty popular here. Um, he's obviously been playing fantastic. Um, hasn't had a lot of experience in majors, but still right in this mid-range here at 7,600. I'm a huge fan of Cam Young. Yeah. And then Gary Woodland down there. Uh, oh, God. The I like Gary Woodland. Oh. What? You don't like him? I just... Gary just hurts me so much. All the Well, time. I'm going to be... I've never been me. more hurt by, by a man than Gary Woodland. <laughs> Maybe he's going to be hurting me this week. I don't know. But I, I think Gary Woodland makes a lot of sense. He's, God, see, that's terrible. Don't say that. That's the worst. When you say that, that's, 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 you're dead on arrival. Okay. Well, I just, can somebody, can anyone unlock when to play Gary Woodland? Can anyone, can anyone say that they've ever gotten it right? That they've, or like consistently, that they've got it figured out? Anyone? Can anyone? I think this is the week. I think this is the week. This is the week, huh? Yeah. And all of my stats and everything just came off. Left, left me. Left the computer. Anyway, your turn. Um, okay. I want to start at the bottom. I want to be a bottom doctor, not a top doctor. We don't need top doctors. We need bottom doctors. I'm going to start at the bottom. I think... Where'd it go? Okay. Um, Alex Noren at 7K is going to be popular. But it's a tremendous value, the way he's playing right now. It's a very good value, but he will be, he will be popular. I think another play down here that I like in this, at 7K is Harold Varner III. Very surprising uh, 
to see HV3. Uh, some of his around the green, I guess I never really paid attention to how good he is around the green. He's pretty good around the green. I like that. Uh, the the ball striking's you know typically there for HB3, um, but around the green, like long term, always been very solid. So love that, and the irons have been solid. He's got the babies, you know, perspective, all that stuff. I love that about HB3. So I like that. I'm just trying to give like some value names here um, in the low sevens. You know, obviously I'm a sucker for Maverick. Uh, I like that. I like Mav at 71. Russell Henley at 72. What do we think about that? When you saw that name, were you like, whoa? Now, I obviously, you know, disappointed at the Wells Fargo. He was, he was very popular. He was like 25% owned at Wells. Finished 41st. Missed the cut at the Heritage. He was popular there, too. Uh, I think he was like 20% owned at the Heritage. So he's been, he's, he's now two weeks probably ticking people off. I mean, at the Wells Fargo, he was like 9,000-something. And so two weeks in a row now, he's ticked some folks off. But he's still gaining strokes T to green. He had a he's had some rough putting weeks, but that's Russell Henley. You know? That's just Russell Henley. What do you think about him? I feel like that's a really good price for him. Yeah, I agree. I think it is. Um I just, uh, Russell Henley is also somebody I never feel like I get right. Oh, see, I, I feel like I can I feel like I can get Russell Henley right. His he's You'd rather a, go Russell Henley or Sepp Straka? Russell Henley, without a doubt. Why? Better major record, um, more consistent, um, more experience. I, I trust him a little more than I do step. I mean, U.S. Open last year, 13th, 25th, 27th. Those were his last three U.S. Open. PGA Championship. He does play well in majors, but he's, he's made, I would, he's made I would six. I would say Sepp's had a better year this year than, than Russell Henley has. Okay. I mean, whatever. He's, he's made six of eight cuts at the PGA, and it's been the last six. Yeah, I mean... It, Sepp's one, he's got the top fives, like he's having a great. But I mean, I still think Henley overall, if you look over the last 18 months, like he's been way more consistent and with the and with the major championship record. And and the 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 poor finishes, the last two are the only poor finishes that he's had. Like, and again, T to Green, he's still in the positive for those. He lost 6.7 strokes putting on you know on both of those weeks. That's just Russell Henley. I, I think there's a lot of value there. I don't know how popular he'll be given the fact that he just missed those or, you know, finished 41st and had to miss cut. So, and he pissed a lot of people off, but we'll see. Um, so, but I like him there. I like, uh, I want to keep, keep working through this. Uh, I want to work my way up. Pat, you know who is popping for me? I mean, he pops every week, but Luke List. Oh, God. Dude. Come on. Last man. 24 rounds, 16th in approach. 24th off the tee, uh, sixth in long term long term proximity from 175 plus. Um, I mean, Luke is just now his major. I mean, he's he's not sixth at the 2019 PGA. I mean, he can. There's a lot of players in here that I would rather play than Luke List. I know, man. I know, but I mean, he just he checks a lot of boxes. That uh, missed the cut at the Byron Nelson on the number, <sighs> and he lost strokes putting again. It's just a freaking putter. But I mean, don't you think if Luke List like gained two strokes putting, he'd contend to win? I, I think you should just enjoy the fact that you hit Luke List on a bet earlier this year and be done with it, and realize that there's to. no other reason to talk about him right now. Mm. 
Um, you mentioned Billy Ho, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mention him on the I did it on the betting show. I do like Billy uh, Ho as well though. Yeah, I like Billy Ho. I like Keegan, of course. I like Cam Young. You mentioned him. I think Cam Young's gonna be popular. I think Keegan's gonna be popular. Um Fitzy, I think, is gonna be popular too. I think Finau's your pivot. You mentioned Finau. I don't think a lot of people I don't think Finau's I think, gonna be as popular. Yeah, I agree. I think Finau's the pivot off of but off like of Long-term Finau checks a lot of boxes here. Short-term Finau checks a little less, but it's trending. So it's like, do you think, you know, do do you think he's going to continue to trend that direction? Um, I don't know. But th- there's a lot of good names here. We'll have to narrow it all down. We'll all we'll, we'll be in the Nut Hut live on the Wednesday, on Wednesday night for the live chat. Me, Pat, AC, maybe Ben will get in there. We got some sharp listeners uh, in the Nut Hut as well. And actually, the biggest reason you should join the Nut Hut is for the, ac's price picks plays that just this past week this past week ac published in the price picks channel uh and and finished up 50 units on the week over the last three rounds of the byron nelson ac's published price picks plays in the nut hut hit 25 of 28 props on price pick that is insane he said that that uh, nut hutters that tailed the line, tailed the, uh, the 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 props that he was picking on Prize Picks this week posted screenshots of up plus 131 units. The if if the only reason you join the nut hut is because you're in a legal Prize pick state and you just tail AC's Prize Picks plays and like Pat's fantasy golf sommelier video that drops every week that's all Prize Picks uh, the last three weeks. Uh, you've had uh, in the heavy petting email. If you subscribe to the email list that we have, I've given you a prize pick play the last three weeks. We've we've hit we've we've made money every single week for the last three since I started. Um, I mean, prize picks is where it's at. If uh, if you're if you're into it, I think it's like 31 states legal now. If you use promo code TJ when you sign up, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. I mean, if you just deposit fifty bucks, you'll get another fifty to play with. You can start there. It's the best legal way to play player props in Daily Fantasy Made Easy. It's not you versus a bunch of sharps. It's you versus the projected numbers. All you got to do is pick between two and five players and pick an over-under on their projections. You can win 10x. Sometimes they'll bonus it up to 11 or 12x um, your, your entry. You can do mixed sports entries like baseball and golf and NBA all in the same entry. It's beautiful, man. They got a great app. It's the best. So promo code TJ gets you. 100% deposit bonus up to $100. You need to check it out. And I'm telling you, if you join the Nut Hut just for that, AC's in the chat. He says, he says 25 for 29 actually in the last three days with one push. That is ridiculous. That's a lot of money. Pat, I know you said you made a lot of money just tailing AC's picks and you made money on your own. Um, but the price fix thing is where it's at. It will pay for your $10 a month or $90 a year Nut Hut membership. What are we doing? Is Price Picks allowed in Texas? He asked. Yes. Price Picks is legal in Texas. So jump on it. Um, sorry about Ohio, Jim. That's, that's, that's a shame. Write your congressman. Yeah. Write your people. Get to a lobbyist ASAP. Okay. Um, 6K range, Pat? Anybody? Uh, there's a few down here. Um, Not like as, a few. As you, you tend to get in majors. Um, you know, how about we look at a guy like Aaron Wise at 68? Yeah, I can get down with I that. I mean, 
Big fan of Aaron Wise this week. He, he's a guy that's You're been never playing a fan well. of Aaron Wise. Well, I am this week. You know, I said last year, by the way, he was going to win a golf tournament. He didn't, but um, but he has been playing well. Okay. He's gonna he checks a lot of boxes too. I mean, he's top twenty in strokes gained approach, top yeah. ten in ball striking, top twenty off the tee, top twenty in proximity uh, with with his long irons. So I like uh, Aaron Wise there at sixty eight hundred. Um, here's another guy I like, Anurban Lahiri. No, I'm done with. I him. like Anurban, man. He has played really well this year in some tough events. Played well at the Wells Fargo. Tough event. Tough course. Played well at the Players Championship. Very tough course. How how can you how can you not like where you what you've seen with Anderbon? Yeah, I guess I guess I forgot how I, I forgot he did well at, at the Wells Wells Fargo. And, and sixty five hundred. The approach play worries me a little bit, but yeah. So I think old Anderbon is uh pretty good. And then down, I mean, Adam had him at sixty three hundred. I know that just. It's a major week, so there's a lot of good players. But sixty three hundred for Adam Hadwin is that that is very cheap, very cheap. A lot of value there for him. So I like Adam Hadwin also at sixty three hundred. Yeah, yeah. We talked about him on the betting show. I don't think Adam Hadwin can win, but that is a really good price for him. Equally as awesome a price is my boy, my boy Lonto Griffin who did disappoint on the weekend, finished 51st at the Byron Nelson when he was rocketing up the leaderboard, I think after Friday or something. Um, but Lonto is at, what, 60, what's he at, 63? Is he 63 or 64? Where am I? Where am I? Lonto is at 6,300 on DraftKings. That's, to me, that's a killer deal. For as good as this guy's been hitting it off the tee and, and, and iron play, the scrambling is a concern for sure. For sure, that is the concern with Lonto. 6,300 is definitely a value. Uh, I like the Aaron Wise play. I like, I like Bobby Mack. Oh, yeah. Did you see that coming? I looked at him, I looked at him too. Yeah, I kind of like Bobby Mack. Major, you know, he's definitely shown that he can perform, you know, he can perform in major championships. Um, what, what did he do? Yeah, I've made the cut in both PGAs he's ever played in. 49th was his best finish last year. Made the cut in both U.S. Opens. 35th was his best finish. Obviously, he's played the Open well with a t- couple top 10s, I think. Yep. Eighth place last year at the Open. Um, and played the Masters well. Uh, a 12th and a 23rd. So, he's got, he's got a good major record. You know, he, I think he plays tough course as well. Hits it long. Really good scrambler so far from what we've seen of Bobby Mack. So, I like that. That's probably it. Bobby Mack, I like Wise. Uh, Keith Mitchell, I didn't mention him. I kind of like Keith Mitchell. I think he's a value. Lonto had one. I'm down with those. I'm down with those. Awesome. Well, Pat, let's. Why don't we? Why don't before we do our two minute men lineup? Why don't we uh, hear from our our listener? Who uh, I, I think this is is this a Team Pat guy? I think he's probably a Team Pat guy. Oh, I'm sure it is. They're, I mean, Team Pat. Folks come through in the clutch. That's By the way, we've got our, our live golf event that we haven't mentioned yet. In a, we haven't mentioned in a long time. Um, live golf event going down September 23rd and 24th in Pennsylvania. The very first Tour Junkies live golf event. Going to be awesome. Going to be crazy. We still have a few spots left. You can, uh, you can sign up and you can enter. You can get your spot on either Team DB or Team Pat. We each have a few spots left. 
before that in September. We need that to fill, okay? We, we need that part to fill for Friday, for the Friday match play in the Golby's Cup, so that then we can just focus on Saturday. The Saturday uh, scramble is going to be the most memorable scramble you've ever been a part of. No rules for us, really. No dress code. Uh, you can camp out on the driving range for the night or two. We're going to have um, all the beer, wine, food is all included when you purchase your ticket. We're going to have our party hole, the 16th, the par 3 16th. We're going to have a hickory club challenge. We're going to have an alternate shot situation. Uh, we're going to have a one club challenge hole. It's going to be a really fun scramble, not like just your regular Saturday scramble. Okay, And plenty of gambling because we're in a legal gambling state in Pennsylvania. It's going to be Ryder Cup, or, I'm sorry, President's Cup weekend. NFL, like week three, college football week four. It is going to be a blast of a time. And me and Pat and all the TJ family will be there. A bunch of nut hutters will be there. It's going to be a great meetup. So check out all the details in the description of this and please sign up, get a ticket. So we can start planning, uh, you know, right now. So September 20, 22nd or 23rd, 24th, clear your calendars and get there in Pennsylvania. All right. We've also got hotel rooms blocked off at a discount. All that information is there in the Eventbrite. Uh, details. So check that out. So you've got a team pack guy who's, who's built a lineup. He's built a Millie maker lineup. I'm going to have him tell us about the lineup that he went with first, and then we'll look at the lineup and give our thoughts before we hit our two minute men lineup. So let's hear from, uh, from our boy, Hale Yeah. What's up, Nuthut fam? Tim Myers here, AKA Hale Yeah. Got my bush latte here. Cheers. And for my two-minute man lineup killer, goes Max Homa, Billy Ho. Got here for Roy McIlroy. Alex Norn just killed it this week. Cam Smith, under-owned, overlooked. And I'm a sucker for Gary Woodland. Good luck, Nut Hutters. May your screens be green. Oh, God, he's a sucker for Gary Woodland. Ah, I love this. Oh, hell not, yeah. I, I can't poke any holes. With his bush latte. And what, what was he in like a youth boxing center or something? What was I going on? It sounded like there was some like some, something like with claws or like, or hooves. There was a lot of hooves or something. Yeah, like was it horse boxing? I, I it don't sounded know, like a there, lot of racket. Were there some calves around? Some uh, some sheep? Some little sheep? Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the. I, thank you for the submission. Thank you for the submission. Uh, and the bush latte was a great touch. All right, let's talk about this lineup, Pat. I'm going to bring the lineup up here. Uh, you're, uh, let's see. So we got Max. He said Max Homa, Billy Ho, Rory McElroy, Alex Norin, Cam Smith, Gary Woodland. All right, so he said Cam Smith. So he thinks Cam Smith's going to be under-owned, overlooked. We talked about that just a second ago. Um, I hope that's the case. I really I hope that's too. the case. I did too. Um, so he went with the 10K, uh, 9K guy, 8K, and three sets. So he didn't touch. He didn't touch the 6K range. But I mean, I tell you, when you got Alex Noren at 7K, it does feel like a tremendous value, uh, and it lets you do a lot of things with the lineup. So I like that, um, and I love Alex Noren. I think that is a great value. So let's see who who do we think is the chalk here? Uh probably. <laughs> Goodness. Probably Norin. Yeah, but he's not and maybe Rory. Rory might be some chalk, but I don't think I don't think Homa is. I don't think Horschel is. I don't think Camp Smith really is, and I don't think Woodland is at all. I think I think Woodland and Horschel for sure are not. 
I think Cam could be, and I think Homa could be. I think Homa's going to be in the dead range, though, so maybe not. I think Cam could still end up being chalky, but he definitely didn't eat too much chalk here. He left $500 on the table, which we usually say that's a good idea. If you're playing yeah. a Millie Maker, you're playing a large GPP, it's a good idea to leave some cash on the table uh, so you avoid duplicate lineups. A lot of people will max out or spend everything but maybe $100 on their lives. Leave at least a couple hundred dollars on the table. Have a unique lineup so you're not yeah. drawing debt on here. So I do think he's got some ownership leverage. I don't see anybody in here. I mean, maybe you might have one guy that's 20-plus percent owned. Uh, it could I, I could see it being Rory or Cam Smith. I don't know if both of them will get there. Um, I don't know that we have I don't know that we have anyone in here that's like sub five. I mean, do you think Gary Woodland? I think Woodland will get up over five for sure because there people are going to see that as a value. He's a name. Maybe yeah, a, he's kind of a I, name. I don't see a sub five in here, but I don't know if you necessarily need that. So I, I'm. Across the board, I, I like this one. Um, I would love to duplicate this, but I'm not going to for, for Tim because this is his lineup. Um, but it's a, it's a good one. I like it. You want to steal? You want to steal? Uh, Somebody's going to steal this lineup you now. Steal that it's a been team pat lineup. Okay. Well, no, I said I'm not. Yeah, but you want to. You're you're wanting to. I can tell. You're you're really. You're probably gonna. You're just not. Gonna no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it at all. It's it's a team pat guy. We we we're tight knit group. Okay. All right, let's uh let's let's do the two minute men. So we okay. we got to see if we can beat um if we can beat Hale Yes, uh, that's his DraftKings handle. We got to see if we can beat his lineup. Um, so you got the clock. I got the, I got I got DK. Two minutes to build a let's we're gonna call it a Millie Maker Millie Maker lineup for DraftKings GPP lineup. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tell me when you're ready. No, you start the clock. Okay, ready? Go. Um, what if we go... Hmm, Spieth? We want to eat the chalk on Spieth right off the bat? Yeah, let's go ahead and eat that chalk. What about now we got really... What, what about Scheffler? Whoa, Spieth Scheffler? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Where does that leave us if we do that? 72.50, but we're good. Okay, I can do this because I, I kind of like that. Um, we're getting a little crazy here, but let me let me get... Then let me go with... Um, could you go... Could you go to... to uh, could you go to Aaron Wise, 6,800? Yeah, yeah. Or, or I could even go Bobby Mack. At Let's 69. go Bobby Mack. I like that better. Okay. Um. All right. What about? What about we grab? Do, do you like Egan? Uh, here's what I think you do. Or actually, Henley. Okay. actually, here's what I think you do. What do you? What are we doing? I think you go to HV3 at 7,000. I like HV3. Okay. And then let's see what we got. 75.50. Billy Ho, Keegan, Henley. You didn't like him as much. Let's go Billy Ho. Billy Ho. 7,700 left. 20 seconds. We want to leave some. 
So I say Keegan or we don't have a very chalky lineup, and I think we could eat chalk with Keegan. Um, or we drop all the way down to Henley to me or McNeely or Norrin. Let's just go Keegan. All right. Done. Time over. Time's up. All right. So Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Keegan Bradley, Billy Horschel, Harold Varner III, and Robert McIntyre. I think that's we left two hundred bucks on the table. Obviously, ate the chalk with Spieth. Probably got a little more ownership with with Scheffler. Then I think our next guy is probably Keegan. But I think Billy Ho, Bobby Mack, and HV three all stay sub ten percent. I think we did good. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Hale, yeah, only had Billy Ho in his lineup, right? In terms of guys we had that that were the same he didn't have anybody else right yeah i think that was the only one that we had that was the same yep that's it there we go there we have it all right that's it for us that's the DraftKings show for the pga championship i'm pumped um let's have a great week you know what i mean it's gonna be a fun week there's gonna be a ton of content rolling out on the youtube channel and uh you know all kind of free stuff on the tourjunkies.com blog couple emails coming out this week get in the nut hut get in get involved in prize picks hell if you're losing money in dfs come make it all back and more with prize picks and us in the in the nut hut with ac with pat with myself with a bunch of other sharp players and it's not just golf it's baseball it's nba prize pick stuff hell we got a disc golf expert in there okay and promo code tj gets you that deposit bonus let's have a week may your screens be green see you out